The train headed for Sunset City will be departing soon. Sir Bartholomew um, Skeptic. <laughs> and we are now live, everybody. Welcome, everyone, to Sunset City, a Sonic podcast for the classic and modern age. Uh, guys, we have our, or we have our normal weirdos here. You got me, Nick. You got Cirrus. Bartholomew yeah. Skeptic. Six, I am. I, I don't. I don't want to. Let's, let's okay. Wayne. Yeah. What is up? There's Wayne. Pop. Hey, man. And Gilly. What, Nick? What the fuck do you want? I just. I wanted to see how you're doing. I was really worried about you. <laughs> but hey, we got a very special guest today. The the writer of the recently wrapped up Scrapnik Island, Daniel Barnes. Hello, Scott the Waz here. How's oh it going, God. guys? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, there are two of them. Oh, for God's <laughs> sakes. Well, Danny, we only got you for like a limited time today. So I figured we would just hound you with a bunch of questions. And if there's any like uh, like super chats related to you specifically, maybe we can get them out of the way while you're here. Um, hound away, my friend. Oh, yeah. Uh, first off, use? I got a little stain on my sweater and I just can't get it out. I've got just so, a thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, when did uh, Scrapnik 4 come out? Was that like two days ago now? Today is Friday. Yes, it came out on Wednesday. Wednesday is New Comic Book Day. Yes, yes, yes. How does it feel having that all wrapped up in in everybody's hands now? It's it's a big weight off my shoulders. There's yeah. there was so much in that book that I wanted everyone to see, and I was just it was done months ago, and I just had to like sit on it and wait for it all to come out. <laughs> Thank God the it's all out. Finally, must have been killing you. It was a lot, definitely. We should probably warn folks. Uh, we might kind of get spoilery. We may, might not. I'm going to try my best to kind of avoid that best I can so people can actually read it. Um, but uh, we, we probably have some I, questions here. I have, a, I, have, I have a question that's going to end up being like there's a there's a way for it not to be spoilery. But Danny, have a question. What's what, your question? What motivated you to make one of the most wholesome horror stories in a and put it in a sonic medium? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like I think, uh, oh man, I always like I'm always trepidatious, trepidatious to use the word like wholesome because I feel like it's overused now. But like, I it's I don't know. Sonic at his very core is kind of a he kind of is default wholesome. His very mm -hmm. nature and how he views life and uh, the messages. And the kind of the pathos, the ethos behind the whole thing. It's very motivational. It really cuts to your core when you're doing it the right way. So that's just naturally a Sonic thing, right? Um, and yeah. then I just kind of noticed that um, uh, Sonic really doesn't have a lot of horror stories at all. Like, we had the Metal Virus Saga, right? But that really wasn't a horror story, despite being uh, a zombie story. It was much more, like, just emotional drama a lot of psychological stuff going on i wanted to make yeah. a sonic story that actually kind of creeps you out a little bit it makes your uh, hair stand on end like well, the this one was we'd gotten was like the night of the werehog short i guess scooby-doo ass short so uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no, no this one was a lot more like it was a lot more personal in the horror with, with metal virus it was you're, you're right there was a lot more just there's a force of nature that is attacking. Let's try to survive it. This was more like everything around you is wrong and you don't know why it's wrong for so long. 
I gotta admit, like uh, the story definitely went in directions I was not anticipating when I, we first got those covers out the door, and uh, what everyone was saying, like this was a Sonic horror story. This is, yeah, like uh, like Sarah said, this is a much more personal story. This is very much Mecha Sonic story, which I wasn't expecting. Like that wasn't even the first character we got introduced to uh, with uh, with the covers. I thought this was gonna be Mecha Knuckles story, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh. I, we deliberately marketed it a certain way so people did not know what it was going to be about. We thought that was really important. So yeah, it, uh, a few people were understandably salty that Mecha Knuckles wasn't focused on more. I totally get it. Mecha Knuckles is awesome. Um, but yeah, the whole time we were trying to hold off revealing Mecha Sonic being in the story at all for as long as possible. The way even the solicits are written for each issue are they're pretty vague or don't really tell you what's going to happen, and that's all very intentional. I I will say that personally, I actually liked the way that Mechanicles was utilized. He didn't, uh, I suppose, get a uh, a huge amount of focus or characterization, but it, it felt appropriate, and Knuckles being that sort of Guardian-esque character and... Um, uh, without saying exactly what he was doing, kind of had knucking, uh, having Knuckles in a similar position. Uh, I don't know. That worked for me. Uh, and I liked that Mecha uh, Sonic, we were able to do some stuff with, uh, and I think go a little further into depth, that I think that they've happed with with Metal Sonic, but you can't because, as mean as this is going to sound, Metal Sonic's more popular and he needs to be around more. <laughs> Um, so I think you guys, uh, yeah, you, you really did take like a, a unique opportunity and you did some, some really fun stuff with it. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, Metal Sonic is much more evergreen, right? He has to kind of, um, he has to kind of reset. You can't really make him go really, you can't veer him off in a crazy direction narratively because he's gotta, he's gotta be Metal Sonic, right? But, um, yeah. mm -hmm. that was one of the things I really wanted to explore is, um, robots and um the idea of uh a robot sonic doppelganger that doesn't have to fall back on uh returning to the status quo quite as much we can kind of explore a bit more and really explore the idea of what it means to be created by eggman to be programmed for a certain thing all of that there is a oh sorry nick you had well i was just kind of surprised just and i mean i've spoken with you about this danny but like i was really shocked to see all of these elements these returning elements um i've said it in a video before um i think there's a good and a bad way to uh be nostalgic with stories and i feel like this was the perfect way to really expand the stories of a lot of elements that really don't have a lot of stories in the games but also i was shocked to see just how much sega was willing to let you play with because there are a lot of very big like elements from the games that are getting a continuing story. And I know that's a bigger deal with IDW Sonic because uh, Sega is doing, you know, is trying so much more to, to kind of unify all the different elements of the, of the Sonic canon. So where Archie could just get away with whatever the hell they wanted to, I know that there's a lot more, uh, there's a lot more focus from Sega uh, when it comes to IDW. So are you able to talk at all about like what you were able to pitch with Sega and like your relationship with them and, like getting stuff approved? Are you able to talk about any of that, or is that a bit too? I can talk. I can talk about it a little bit. Um, I don't want. I don't want to say what are the other stories I pitched because those might. 
I might be able to use those later if I get to awesome. work for them again. So I don't <laughs> awesome. want to show that hand too much. Sure, sure, sure. But what I can say is working on Scrapnik Island, um, they were super enthusiastic about it the whole time, dude. Like, there were no roadblocks at all the whole time. They freaking loved the story. They were super excited about it. And I, it was very surprising because I think I think a lot of fans, they kind of build... Because what happens when you don't see behind the curtain too much, when you just kind of go by a lot of hearsay, people start to build up this idea of what that, what's actually going on and they convince themselves of certain things that might not be around. Um, Sega was super cool the whole time. Uh, the notes they gave me whenever they did give me notes made sense. Um, they were just, they were, they were a collaborator the whole way through. Sega's awesome. Um, I think a lot of, I think a lot of people, um, a lot of people talk about like mandates and stuff on Twitter, a lot the Sonic fans. And I just, I feel like that's been blown way out of proportion. I don't really think there are any mandates, so to say. It's just, it's Sega is a license holder, and Sonic is a licensed comic, and they have a say over how their license is depicted. And that's for anything. That's not just Sonic. Like, a lot of people say, well, Sega mandates uh, Sonic can't cry. And it's like, well, no, Sonic doesn't cry because it's not in character. It's literally... Yeah, it's out of character for him to cry out of sadness. That's literally like baked into him. So, like, of course, if you try to do certain things that aren't in character, they're going to go, can you change this? Can you? So, yeah, I don't know. Like, from my personal experience, I can't speak for anyone else. It was a blast. It was a breeze. Loved it. Were you given, I like, think... um, a uh, Sonic, I guess, character Bible, as they call it? Uh, a Bible? No, they didn't give me any kind of internal document that tells me about characters or anything like that. That was all just um, um, myself, hopefully knowing enough about the series. And um, I'm also part of a, a Discord server with the other IDW people, so we get to talk regularly about certain things and shit posts and <laughs> all that stuff <laughs> together. <laughs> I like to think if there was like a Sonic character Bible, you just open it. It's it's thick. It's got like a thousand pages, but only one of them has writing on it. it just says "gotta go fast." <laughs> they give me the, they give me the Bible, and it's like Sonic uh, lives in Nebraska and eats. Trash. Oh no, not the... <laughs> this is, this is uh, canon, guys. Yep. I think that that's be... really cool, though. Uh, the because uh, yeah, I mean, I think a big old Ian Flynn has uh, said many times on the Bumblecast, like the the mandate stuff is like like you said, blown kind of way out of proportion. Like the way comics work is you write a thing, then you hand it off to Sega, and they'll give you notes here or there, and then you modify as necessary, and then you just you you print the book. Like it's it's not as Dire. There's, not a, there's not a master list somewhere of things you can and cannot do with Sonic the Hedgehog. Like that doesn't. Yeah. There's no. There's no commandments. There's no testaments anywhere. You know. Um, and what's cool about this also is uh, all my scripts they get like translated to Japanese and sent to like oh, Sega of Japan. Oh, wow. So that's insane. So I. I think people on Sonic Team like looked at my scripts and stuff, which was cool. I think Sonic fans might be just a little. <laughs> A little tinfoil hatty and a little conspiratorial when it comes to their their favorite mascots sometimes, and I, I I say that as a Sonic fan who who has done that before. It's been oh, like, absolutely. oh, the the reviewers are doing this; they're doing it to to keep the hawk down. I think ultimately <laughs> it comes from a place of curiosity, doesn't it? Really, like, um, but okay, I got I got a bit of a question. Um, so 
Oh, there's a lot of readers that when they read through these comics, they'll like sort of hear the characters' voice in their heads and stuff. Um, when you write the dialogue for these characters, do you have like voice actors or casting in mind, particularly with like the new ones as well? Uh, yeah, I have certain preferences on what I hear in my head and I like the ideal voices I, I um I like to picture. I don't like to dictate those or tell people what I'm thinking because I think part of the fun of comics is for the reader to kind of generate their own voice in their mind. And if I tell you um, that this is what I'm doing, I think some people will feel the urge to maybe listen to me or use the voice I'm thinking of. And okay. I, I kind of don't want that's you to fair. do that. No, that's that's, valid. that's fair. That. Yeah. There's a um there's a plot point. It's not a it's not a huge one, so I don't I don't think it's too terribly spoilery. Guys, you think it's too terribly spoilery to talk about what Tails does with his tablet in this in this comic, or should we keep that one? I I think read? we just have to kind of accept we're talking with with Danny. Let's ask these questions while we can. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I, so, I think as long as you don't say what happens in the very last issue, I think. At this yeah, point, I'm not yeah, gonna. Yeah. I'm not going to. But there's a. So one of the things that. Tail, uh, one of the things that's kind of ubiquitous amongst a lot of bad Nicks is their inability to speak uh, unless Eggman's directly communicating to them or he's given them a special modification like the E-Series gets that or Neo Metal gets that. But a lot of you know, a lot of bad Nicks, including Metal Sonic, just don't. Tails in this story has a really neat workaround to that. He does the translation thing from the Wisps, but he works it into Eggman's bad Nicks instead. Do you I, I don't know if you can tell us whether or not that's something we might be able to see more of, because there's, as Eggman makes more creations and as we get, you know, Metal Sonic himself recurring a lot, we don't get a lot of voice lines from him. We don't get a lot of internal dialogue from him. He always has to do things kind of through mimery. Do you think maybe that could be a bridge for us to see more of the internal monologue that happens with characters like that going forward, or maybe not? Uh it's hard to say what the future is going to hold. I know specifically, um, I don't know, like, I specifically, if you read issue two of Scrapnik, uh, Tails explains what's going on with the translator module, and the idea is that he's able to use that on old badniks, because old badniks don't have, they don't have these guards put in. Um, yeah. So he's able to kind of hack into their communications and... Uh, bridge that and allow them to talk to the tablet and so i specifically wrote that in so that um it's very clear that the scrapniks are weird and special cases and that he can't just start talking to random robots that are new from and sonic I guess it, mm. and i guess it would make sense it wouldn't work on metal then because he's had so many modifications over the years like eggman's been able to update his firmware and hardware enough that he probably has whatever fail safes are in the newer badniks. Yeah, I mean, like maybe after the E series had all their voices, uh, and uh, Sigma told his Sigma balls joke, uh, you know, I may decided to maybe like scrap that feature. <laughs> all right, no more talking to for you. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. You did it, Wade. Are you proud? I am. Oh my boy! Oh my! Wasn't dude. Enough, it, it wasn't enough to draw it. You had to say it to me. You had, you had to. You had to he, psychic he did, damage complete. He took oh Nick's God. advice of do this while you can, and he took it to heart. He took it personally. So, oh my God! Obviously, um, the illustrator for Scrapnik Island was Jack Lawrence, who did a wonderful job. Uh, did yes. you get any kind of say in kind of the visuals? Because it's a very atmospheric comic. Did you like? 
have anything written down like you know it's a very murky atmosphere or just anything written down about like <clears throat> how scrapnik island looks oh yeah i i made a, a mood board for it actually before like while i was pitching it that's awesome <clears throat> and um and uh, Natalie Fordrain actually had a, a huge say in how it felt also because I know you guys have seen the colors for that book and they're insane, yeah. right? Yeah. They're insane. Yeah. They're so good. And she helped design the island. She designed, she redesigned Mechasonic and Knuckles and designed Sigma. So um, I remember I showed the pitch of this to her because we were in another chat talking before I actually started working on the comics. And she got super excited and kind of just ran off on her own and started just devising stuff without me even asking her because she got really jazzed up about <laughs> it. And then I was like, okay, I need you to actually color it once if this actually gets picked up. And everything kind of aligned. But a lot of it was um, – a lot of it's the artist. I know, like, when I was creating a mood board – do I still have my mood board uh, that I made for this if I can find it somewhere? I know I, – I've mentioned this on Twitter – the fallen Death Star from Star Wars Episode Nine. I had on the mood board. Mm -hmm. I wanted to – I thought that was a really cool set piece in a not very good movie, but um, <laughs> there was that. That, uh, had, like, the, that explains the, a good bit of that atmosphere. Oh, yeah. I had the... the. Have any of you guys seen Brave Little Toaster? Yes. Oh, hell yeah. The movie. Yeah, I had the, had the junkyard from the end of yep. Brave Little Toaster. Oh. My <laughs> did, you, did, you have, did you have the song playing in your head as you were putting <laughs> that up, too? Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, worthless! Yep. <laughs> Trash, yeah, I had... trash, trash, trash. <laughs> that makes I had a lot that... of sense. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that movie years. I remember loving it, but also being completely terrified of it when I was a kid. Please rewatch it. It's amazing. It's still it's, it's one of my yeah. favorite animated movies. It's the yeah. best. That's so Nick, good. You've, you've never seen it? No, I've seen it. I just haven't seen it since super I was... long time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real long time ago. Yeah, I had. I have Toy Story one and three. Yes. On the mood boards. Yes. 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 That's what. That's yeah. what I figured too. Hell yeah. Sense. No, I like. I totally saw the incinerator scene and was like, <laughs> "Oh hell yeah!" And this is great because like the Toy Story movies are like my favorite movies ever. So I was just, I was having a whale of a time. I was, I was. That's awesome, pink. man. One I was really surprised was not, as you've said on Twitter before, was uh, the Misfit Island of Badniks or whatever the hell that's called from Archie. So like you had no you had no intention of like gaining or uh, drawing inspiration from that whatsoever. Yeah, you got you have to believe me. I did not know that story existed when I pitched this, and then <laughs> I, <that's>, uh... <laughs> someone after the fact was like, "This is literally just like this one uh, B story from Archie." And I think I went back and I looked at it, and I realized because um, I've read all of Ian's run on Archie because I, sure. I love it and. Sure. I think I, I want to say I got to that B story and I was like, oh, Ian didn't write this and I skipped it and I went on to the next issue. So I, I had just no conscious idea that I was drawing from something similar. Maybe in the back of the very back of my mind. It, it there was a subconscious whisper, but that's about it. Yeah, I, I was mean, not yeah. deliberately referencing it. Yeah, no, no offense to the, the old school writing team of, of Archie, but I truthfully, I, I started doing the same. Um, cause I, I dropped off the book for a long time because Sonic was all I read as a kid for a little while. And then I discovered other comic books. And then when things got a little bit, uh, as they did after, <laughs> after the fall of Robotnik, I was like this, that's enough of this. And I dropped off until, um, until Ian came on board and I was like, what, what's going on here? Like Tracy's art was really good. The writing was really good. 
But then I would see some old school Archie B story in there, and I'd be like, "Yeah, bye." So <laughs> yeah, I completely, I completely believe it. I've come to appreciate that shit like a lot more these days, but. Yeah. So justice <laughs> yeah, for the I island do. of misfit badniks. I guess we all got to read it. Yeah, it, I mean it's so much. Danny's <laughs> is so much better for what it's worth. It's, uh, <laughs> Thank you. It, it's definitely something that can just happen. I remember a few weeks ago, um, just kind of as a group, something we were doing for fun. One episode was we were all drawing like Sonic characters based off of each other. Oh, this was yeah. a yeah. great time. I love doing this. Go on. Uh, my idea for Nick was this turtle that was, like, going into, like, a scrap pile and finding old bad Nick parts, and, like, he had, like, a crab meat arm, and I thought I was really clever. And... <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, I think it just goes to show that all Sonic fans just share one brain cell. <laughs> you know? <laughs> we just all come to the same conclusions. And sometimes uh, that brain cell has a tinfoil hat on. And that brain cell is often very aroused as well. Oh god. god. Yeah. Oh Look. man. Well, I got to go, guys. Oh. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't let Pup talk about Rouge. Don't let Pup talk about Rouge. <laughs> Look, man, I'm just saying that whole white world aesthetic, not going to lie. You, you were all thinking it. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> thanks, thanks for being on, Danny. We really appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. So you did uh you did mention that you have some like other uh some other pitches that uh you can't discuss but it, that that is to to say like we uh hopefully should be hearing or or seeing some of your other works here in the near future. Do you know if you'll be working on m the main continuity at some point in the in the near future or do you think you'll mostly be sticking to side stories? Uh everything is tenuous right now. It's a uh fingers just it's more like just kind of a fingers crossed situation i don't know anything for certain right now but i mean if i had my pick uh i would like to just keep doing a miniseries i loved the open and shut case of them of just uh there's a beginning middle and end and that's it like um it's a lot easier to deal with that um, i have a day job on the side also i work at arena net um on guild wars 2 and that takes up a lot of my time so that's awesome being doing a doing the ongoing comic might be a, a little tough if yeah. I were to try to tackle that, but who knows? Um, anything is possible. Mm. I would love to. Whatever, it, as long as they let me keep writing stuff, I will. I will write Sonic in some capacity. It's all up to them. So that's fair. The grind. Well, for whatever <laughs> it's worth, I I certainly hope you uh, you stick around with that particular franchise because you knocked it out of the park, man. That was a really fun story. Oh, thank you. No problem. I uh, I wanted to bother you about Mechasonic a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's my boy. I've uh, I I lost my mind. There are a few things in this world anymore yeah, that yeah. make me actually yell out loud when I see something on online being announced. That did it for me. <laughs> um, I saw that boy with his beautiful uh raggedy cloak. I lost my damn mind. Um, and I want to thank you and Natalie specifically, not only for bringing him back, but also giving us a definitive look at him. Mm -hmm. Because all we have is the sprite work from Sonic and Knuckles. And now, thanks to this comic, we have a proper look at his design and even kind of a cool upgrade. I really like that new look. And now that he's here, I which. I'm just gushing. I don't know. I don't know if I had anything to say about it. I just want to say thank you for. I mean, oh, yeah, of course. For I, uh, man, he said the thing. To... He said the thing. <laughs> he did say the thing. 
My fingers are so crossed. I don't know what the plan is on like mobile Sonic Sega games, but I would, I would love if Mecha Sonic was just in speed battle at some point in the future. That would be really cool. Like that's what I, that's my my pie in the sky dream is for them to just put him in a mobile game somewhere. Then I'd be like, yes, he's real. I have a question of personal preference. So I know you mentioned that um, the question was already thrown. You know, do you want to work on main continuity? And all that other stuff, but there's there's one thing that that I, I wonder. There's a lot of really fun characters on Scrapnik Island, specifically you know Mechasonic and Sigma. Not giving away anything that the two do, but would you would you maybe want to see those characters work their way into main stories at any point? And on top of that. Would it even be safe for them to? Because I know that we have like, uh, we obviously have Gmerl, who's an Eggman creation, who you know runs around with Cream and everybody else, and that doesn't seem to pose any real problems for Sonic's cast. I wonder if the same could be said for the Scrapnik Badniks. Yeah, I think anything is possible uh, in the future. I think Sonic can be very open ended about uh, the stuff it kind of uses after it's established it. Yeah. Um, so anything is possible. I would, uh, I would hope they don't get overused too much. I think, uh, I think being able to jump scare people with them showing up is probably a lot more fun. <laughs> like, uh, it's like, oh, it's been like a year. Remember that one script? Oh shit! There they are, right there. You just, like, you all just out see, of nowhere. you just see Sigma like just pop up out of nowhere. Hello, everyone. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would kill if like if we ever had like a super grand scale threat like uh, the metal virus again. If chips were really down and we got to see like scrapnik mechasonic go up against like a neo metal or something like that yeah <laughs> I mean, just it would be wild music. it'd be like that moment i am i the only one here who actually watched through all steven universe yeah. i watched all of it okay because oh. i was gonna say it, it it'll it re, that idea makes me think of when the uh all the gems at the core of the earth like just came out at the last second like we're gonna help too there's one, uh, there's one moment uh, in issue four, without directly talking about it, that is inspired in part slightly by, um, uh, you know, Blue Diamond's power from yep. Steven Universe. Oh, kinda, yep. Kind of, a little yeah. bit. What's going no, on there? No, I see there? it. I, I, I see it. I, uh, I actually, I, I screenshotted those panels uh, as soon as I read them and sent them to a friend of mine, and I was like, oh my god, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So, well, sorry, go ahead, Bob. Oh, I was going to say, um, obviously, you can't, you know, give away anything about things you want to pitch or anything like that. But this is just kind of a general question, I guess. Are there any sort of, I guess, niche Sonic characters or lore elements or anything like that that you would like to see come back that you definitely haven't planned or pitched for? <laughs> oh, man. Uh Jeez, that I definitely have not, huh? I mean, that's just a that's just a fixed part on there, so no one thinks that these things are going to happen. I mean, that kind yeah. of that's one of those questions that answers another questions because, like, if he answers some that he's not working on, that kind of says what he might be working. I on. can what 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 I what I can say is because uh, it's broad enough to not be like, oh, yeah, I definitely have pitched for this directly. Is um, it is my opinion as just Daniel the Sonic fan yeah. that 
I would like to see humans come back to Sonic. I want humans walking around <laughs> Sonic's world oh, again. Oh, hell yeah. Can you um, draw yeah. them? I'm, I'm happy to be in the same camp. I, I would love to see them drawn like the fucking Dreamcast models from Sonic Adventure 1. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> I've, al I've always been of the mind, like, I think, uh, like, I think humans ideally, visually, would look like, um, in my mind, I like how they look in Sonic X quite a bit. Maybe something a bit more cartoony. Like, uh, I always think of Tezuka, like the creator of Astro Boy, like how his, how he draws nah, his humans. Yeah. Because yeah. you have, you want to have like anime looking humans, right? But you also want to have humans they have a that very can, plushy feel. Yeah, but you want them to be like, you want them to make anatomical like sense to like Dr. Eggman, who is also a human. So you want like different sizes and shapes for people also. Like Sonic Unleashed comes kind of close to that also. Um, I thought yeah, Sonic but... Unleashed definitely did the best uh, job with that so far. Uh, yeah, yeah, Unleashed has a very Pixar look to it with his yeah, humans. Yeah, it's also a very western -y design to it. So I'm still kind of in the middle of all that. Well, I what I'm hearing from you, Danny, is that you're, you're playing a miniseries all about Burger Guy. That's what I'm understanding. <laughs> Burger, <laughs> Burger Guy's return. At last. Burger Man returned. Uh, when the world needed him most, he returned. If I he guess... ever shows up again, he needs to just look polygonal. I need... No. <laughs> if there's a Sonic Adventure remake, if he's not in it, there's no point of the game. It's not. It's, yeah. it's just his model in the comic. It's not even a drawing. It's just transposed. He's always yeah. got his arms that, out. That would be the idea. <laughs> always ready for the I was actually wondering, were there any, like, IDW original, like, characters that you would love to work on? Or work with, rather? Um, so far, I mean, I, I really like Surge a lot. I think she's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like to really explore her a lot and uh, see what makes her tick. But I'm still kind of, I mean, I'm in the same boat with you guys and seeing uh, how her character unfolds more. Because I'm not privy to, like, every single thing that's going on in the comics either. So, yeah. Um, yeah, she's yeah. really cool. They're exploring some uh, Evans. I mean, like you can tell, she's putting her heart into that. They're they're exploring some really, really powerful stuff you don't usually see. And I really that's what I appreciate about you guys. Like, there's not only this consistency there, which is incredible, because like the way you guys write, you'd almost think like there is a guideline you guys are strictly following. But it's just people that have grown up loving these characters, understand these characters. And you're all just kind of on the same page because you're constantly communicating with each other and with Sega. And you guys have a consistent voice while still being unique within your own stories. It's really it's really great. I've really been loving the hell out of IDW ever since it started. And it just keeps improving with guys like you coming on board. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, we're all just sharing that same brain cell, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I know you don't have too much time left. Uh, do we want to get some of these Super Chat questions directed at Danny uh, uh, sure. out of the way? Um, let's yeah. see. Let's see which ones are aimed towards uh, <clears throat> Danny. Uh, There's one from one. Aiden F. Okay, here. I'll put a burger next to it. <laughs> yeah, I can go ahead and I can go ahead and voice this one real quick. Uh, Aiden F. with ten dollars says one. Thank you, Daniel, for such an amazing story. Two. If you were to write for the main series, what direction would you take it in? Uh, uh. Well, you're welcome for the Scrapnik Island. Thank you. I'm glad you liked it. And for the main series, um, what direction would I take it in? Without getting into any plot stuff, I guess. Um, I have voiced this on Twitter quite recently, and this is just a general Sonic opinion from me. Is I think Sonic flourishes uh, when he has more open and shut cases. When you have something that has a beginning, middle, and end, um, 
I would like something that feels a lot more like, I don't know if anyone here has read, like, the Scrooge McDuck comics or, like, the Mickey Mouse comic books or just any kind of a more adventure comics where I think the ongoing book right now is a lot more serialized. It's a lot more, um, like, you, you have to keep reading each issue yeah. one after the other to get what's going on. And I would, honestly, like, my my, my approach on Scrapnik Island would probably be closer to what the main book would be where you just get, like, four issues and it's a beginning and middle and end and that's the end of that adventure and then like all of a sudden you start up another adventure and it's really easy to kind of hop on because sonic is just kind of like i've always compared oh i've been comparing him to loop on the third where you can just watch a loop on the third movie and you don't have to watch them in order you can just kind of like pick up a movie watch it and go like oh i want to read another. i want to read or watch another one so that's what i would do personally but like narratively it's just like I think the comics are great. They're doing what they need to do. They are. I the the only pushback, and this is the only critique I really have for Scrapnik. I thought it was too short. I really wanted to spend more time <laughs> with these characters and with this setting. Um, a critique I've had for this version of Sonic's world so far has been just a lack of landmarks and really identifiable places. And I think that's starting to turn around, not only with Scrapnik but also with the Imperial City. Um, and obviously Tangle's hometown, stuff like that. So it's slowly building up more and more locations. And that's what I really loved about Scrapnik. I love the island, and I really wanted to spend time there. It, again, made me say, as I've been saying throughout IW, man, I really want this in a video game. <laughs> so I hope we get more Scrapnik <laughs> stories, man, because that was that's such a cool, cool concept. Fingers crossed, man. Yeah. With the land All right. thing also, you know what must be done. You gotta bring <clears throat> back Green Hill Zone again. No, no. <laughs> I don't know, dude. We haven't seen that place in such a long time. I don't think fans are gonna recognize it. I think uh... Green Hill again. <laughs> You're right. I've I actually forgotten what a Green Hill is. What is a Green Hill? But I mean, like, like legit though. Legit, like something Smash Brothers uh, Brawl did, which was really cool. They did uh, Mushroom Kingdom one one, but they did it as this dry, desolated desert, which doesn't uh... make a lot of sense because it's like I it's supposed it. to represent it being abandoned, but it's like. So make Wasn't this just like how it looked naturally? Then, right? More like Sand Hill. I'm just saying, like, if you if you return to old places, do something interesting with it. That I I kind of like that idea. Turn it into a desert. So, um, <laughs> Jorno sends two and says, "I got emotional over the funny broken robot comic." So there you go. You made someone cry, Danny. Excellent. All according to plan. <laughs> Your tears sustain me, Jorno. <laughs> um, Mr. Noodler with 499, thank you. Just casually getting a Sonic Rider on the cast. You guys are big boys now. <laughs> thank, thanks, Noodler. <laughs> yes, validate us. Validate us more. You're playing with the big boys now. Danny, oh like I, I know you've been working <laughs> in professional spaces for a while, but like I've I've gone I've come to know you just from just from you goofing around on Twitter mostly, and then yeah. just seeing you, and then just seeing you announce like you're writing for Sonic, like man, I was so fucking happy. I was so damn happy because like just seeing some of your stuff, it was just like it's one of ours. He's doing it. <laughs> He's doing it. And like the guy, I, I knew, the guy who shit posts all the time is writing something. Whoa! <laughs> but, but I knew, I knew you got the, I knew you got the chops, and I, I knew you got the passion, and I knew you were gonna hit it out the park, man. So I'm just like. So damn proud of you, dude. Like it's so good. <laughs> Thank you, man. That's been yeah, like man. a really funny. Uh, it's been a really funny. Uh, a few, I've gotten a few replies 
like uh people have just been like, oh crap, you're right. Scrap Nick, I thought you were just like this random guy who talks about Sonic all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you're giving us all hope that maybe one well, day you can make it. <laughs> you don't really flex you don't like you've done a lot of stuff and you don't flex it a whole lot on Twitter. You just gotta go over there and goof off with people. So Yeah, that's what I use Twitter for is just uh I respect that. I respect that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're not, you know, defending the MCU Spider-Man on Twitter, what are you even doing? Oh my god. Oh, no. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm the opposite. I hate MCU Spider-Man. No, I'm attacking him. I know, that's oh, why I bought it. Sort of. Sort of. You need to change his name to my old name. Well, <laughs> I hate Spider-Man. I do not hate Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. <laughs> Leave me be. Oh, you were just saying that. No, you're saying. Never mind. <laughs> and, and, oh, God. Joke's over. I'm so sorry, man. Gilly, do you want to grab? Uh, do you want to grab Jordo's question? Bring me on for a whole episode of me just complaining about the MCU. That Jordo with two dollars. Question for Daniel. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, man. Oh, oh, gosh. Oh, that stings when you get a thank you in response to I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Long time viewer, first time caller. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. Oh, my gosh. He's like, thanks. Sorry thanks. for what <laughs> Sorry for what happened. All right, sir. So you want to grab uh, his follow up? Yeah, sure. Um, that. Well, that was a voice break. That Jordo, <laughs> thank you for the $5. LMAO, nah, seriously, though, I'm so happy this exists. Thank you and your team so much for making Peak happen. Oh, thanks. I'm glad you liked it. Um, it's very, uh, uh, what's, what is it I keep telling people? I keep quoting Sonic CD. Extraordinary things can happen if you believe in yourself. <laughs> yourself. Yourself. Yourself! Extraordinary things can happen yourself. Is that in Origins? Did they bring that back for Origins? Yeah, they did. Yes, they brought the vocals back. Yeah. Okay. I prefer the answer. God, Origins version. is so perfect, isn't it, guys? God, I hate this. Uh, oh, God. Um, Way past Art. Cool Kid sends 999. Hi, boys. I'm so happy you got such way past cool guests. Hi, Daniel. I love your work on Scrapnik. You killed it. Also, Gilly, your last video actually gave me a chuckle. Also, still love your neck. <laughs> that, you, you say that like it doesn't normally. <laughs> Good job, Gilly. You did it. You made the funny. Actually, job. made me chortle. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. If it were to anybody else, I would be concerned with the uh, with with the phrase "and I love your neck." But yeah. but Ready it's you. Neck on YouTube. Okay. She could be a vampire. Do we ask Daniel his opinion on B theory? <laughs> this is a good theory. You all leave me alone, you bullies. <laughs> he can make a cannon. What? A long time. Go on, story. pup. Go on, pup. Many years ago, at the fruition of this journey, <laughs> we were doing an episode about how uh, there was rumors that Ian Flynn was going to reveal the origin of the Chaos Emeralds. And as intrigued as I was by that, I was more intrigued by the origins of the rings. They're mysterious. You don't know where they come from, and they always seem to guide Sonic on the right path. They help him. So I had this theory 
that Sonic... A game theory. A game theory. Helps the ecosystem, protects it from Dr. Robotnik. What if the ecosystem helped him in return by guiding him along the way? So these rings were laid down by magic bees who produced these rings out of their little bee butts. And the bees is where you lose me. They do it to guide the way. And they could Wait, maybe... then why... Why would there be rings in the first Sonic game when that was the first time he helped the ecosystem? Because the bees know about it already, and they're like, Hey, buddy, like you look kind of competent. Here's some well, rings. Well the, well, the first Sonic game is not the first time Sonic helped. It's the first time we've seen it. Sonic and Dr. Eggman know each other before Sonic 1. Yes, stupid Yeah, ass. Wayne, just because you can't <laughs> say it wow. doesn't mean it doesn't exist, you atheist. So anyway, thanks for <laughs> thanks for joining us, Danny. Get the fuck out. <laughs> I'll see you in the next video. Bye bye. <laughs> I'm sorry, Wayne. I'm so sorry. Maybe you God should go damn. back to Sonic's home in Nebraska. <laughs> so if I bribe you, we... <laughs> so if I bribe you, can oh. we make B theory canon? What are we thinking? What are we saying? Damn it. Oh, it's a fun way of looking at it, you know. Oh, hell <laughs> yeah. The most, I got the diplomatic the minute, that's answer. That's a this fun is way of All looking right. at it. But, it sounds but. a lot like, bless your heart. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. My tea has just enough diabetes in it for me to understand that. I like <laughs> Well, just... Well, I mean, uh, good old Ian. Good old Ian. I mean, it's not his fault that this is in the game, let's be real, but uh, Sonic Frontiers does have bees. So, pup, you're a... So, yes, cannon. Done. Done. There you, there you Case go. closed. I was also, saying... They would, be has bee. they would be hexagons, though. There's a problem, pup. There's oh, a problem. Stop. Just stop it. Go on. No, 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 no. no. Here's the thing. Danny could literally say, yes, absolutely, we could do this 100%, and then we'd all still have to wrestle with the fact that we haven't seen a ring yet in IDW. Oh, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's weird. That's super weird. I mentioned that a long time ago, but yeah, even to this day, it's like a year ago I mentioned that randomly, right? And then, like, they're still not there. Does What's going on? Because you know, now... You notice this? You go back and watch the first Mario Brothers movie, no coins. That ridiculous. Does propane <laughs> exist in the Sonic universe? Do you think there's going to be a scene? Danny, do you, are you going to canonize a scene with Charmy just hanging out in the back room and Sonic opens up while he's making while he's making rings? And then <laughs> just screams at him, oh, look at me! It's not Charmy that does it. We've and, been over this. They're little bumblebees. They're charming don't and Don't look nice. at me! And then, of course, all of the rings have to be in a bowl of milk. It's just, make, it's just uh, Honey Nut Cheerios. It's a Honey Nut Cheerios endorsement. It always was. Get that Honey Nut. <laughs> every, time um, they, like, every time they excrete one, it makes like the ring uh, loss sound, you know? Welcome to the white world. Anyway. Oh my god. All right. No! Uh, no! <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's, uh, let's, let's wrap these up because we've already hit the, the, the time Danny was allotted here, so I don't want to keep him too much longer. I, I Wait. Like, 10 minutes-ish. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've got Certified Nobody with a $1.99. Are Mecha and Sigma husbands? <laughs> no, Mecha rebuilt. <laughs> uh, Sigma rebuilt Mecha. Like, he's a... If anything, he's almost like a... Step he's almost like a stepdad. What are you yeah. doing, stepdad? No. 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 <laughs> White world. We're never, we're never going to get... <laughs> 
I'm really glad that we got like the one Sonic Rider on here before we were never able to get any others. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I won't be a Sonic Rider any longer after this. Oh, no. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Sorry about your job, Danny. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say the joke that came to mind. Good idea God. not to. No. Just all right. All right. Let's get, men, let's get to the next one. Innocent men. <laughs> it's just innocent men. <laughs> just innocent men. Just innocent men. <laughs> just, just, innocent men. <laughs> just normal men. <laughs> we have a uh, burger. All right. All right. Before that, hang on. Uh, I think this is a question that's also prevalent to Danny as sure, well. Sure. Way past cool kid with a buck ninety nine. Also, what is everyone's favorite SMBZ moment slash episode? What's SMBZ uh, again? Super Mario Bros. Z. I, I still need to watch. It. I, I have to confess, I haven't seen it. Fire Mario versus uh, the Dark Koopa on the on the carrier. I I will say after this past week, I'm not going to say why I was introduced to one particular clip from the series, and it looks bad as hell. <laughs> so I'll say that one. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I said Super Mario Brothers Z as you guys said it because I was trying to be an asshole, and it turns out that's what it stood for. <laughs> 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 appreciate your honesty. All anime is bad. Uh, I like. Uh, I think my favorite episode is when they uh, go to the minus world when they go to the eight bit. Uh, world for a whole episode. Ooh. That was really fun. I like that a lot. So is this like a I don't remember a, a lot of it. So no, um so we're talking early internet here, right? Like okay. two thousand six era new ground sort of a thing. Um is it Alvin Earthworm? Is that what it used to go by? It was Alvin yes. Earthworm, yeah. Alvin okay. Earthworm. Real name Mark Haynes. So I, I remember his post back in the day. He said jabroni a lot. I wonder if he's if he's grown out of that or not. But um, oh, he did a lot of these uh, flash animations with sprite work, um, specifically with Mario and, and Sonic sprites. Uh, so it was like Mario, Luigi, Shadow, Sonic, and eventually Yoshi as well. Uh, just acting like Dragon Ball Z characters and going up against uh, what was at the time Mecha Sonic. I don't know what his rebranded name is now that he has that Mecha Man or Mega Man body. He's called Metallics now, like the uh like the oh yeah, like the British Blu-ray. comics. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, like even to this day like it's it's still like 2D flat sprite work, but the animation is is nuts. It's so damn high. I think I've probably so seen you... clips of it then because I've seen like some massive action sequence with these Mario sprites and it goes hard. Yeah, and they keep I think he keeps remaking it. Maybe just the one remake. We recently saw he... somebody do like a CG fan remake which was insane too. Yeah. Um highly recommended if you guys haven't seen it. It's it's incredible. Um that said, I don't remember each episode as they come. It's been years, but I still love where the I'll crush you line comes from. I love when Metallics goes super and just wrecks all of those Mega Man robots. It's just an amazing amazing oh, the fight. A- oh, the Axum Rangers? Those are yeah, 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 yeah. Super Mario RPG. Yeah. Like it's funny. Like they took the Super Mario RPG characters and they took their heads and they stuck them onto uh, Mega Man Battle Network bodies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was really, really good. We do it's have, a lot of fun. We do have one more question in here uh, that is addressed to Danny. Yep. This one's from Mr. Krabs. Uh, we have two. Oh, because I just see the yeah. new one just popped. This up. one's a quick one. You've already answered it on Twitter, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Mr. Krabs asks, I have a question, Danny. Where does Scrapnik Island take place in the IDW timeline? Is it before the Search arc or before the Chow Races arc? Uh, Scrapnik Island is set between 
um, issue number 56, which just came out, uh, mm. and issue number 57, which is going to come out soon. It's between those two issues. There's a bit of a, a small little gap in time where that can be uh, safely tucked in. All right, Black Yakuza 94 with $5. Hey, Daniel, what other franchises would you want to write a miniseries for? Oh, man. Um, absolutely Mario, speaking of Super Mario Brothers. Um, I actually, <laughs> if anyone has seen it, I wrote a webcomic for Super Mario going on 10 years ago now. Holy crap. Um, called <laughs> New Super Mario Adventures, and that was really fun. Um, the website for it doesn't exist anymore, but it's on my deviant art still i think and i posted the whole comic on twitter um last year in a big thread if you just like look up at danny 8-bit and super and super mario adventures you should be able to find it and um we were able to get i, I was able i commissioned matt herms to color the covers for that it was a lot of fun i'm, I'm yeah really they're gorgeous they're absolutely gorgeous so yeah i love to write for mario um oh my god my my dream is, well, one of my dreams is to just, I don't know how it would happen, who I would need to talk to. I would love to just, like, write Bionicle. I like to reboot Bionicle. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see... Oh, man. I would not only love to see that happen, but if you if you could bring the the whole aesthetic that was in Scrapnik to, to Matanui, oh. Island of Mat. I mean, what is Scrapnik Island? But Matanui and uh, Mecha Sonic is a Toa, and uh, yeah, you know, and uh, Sigma is a Turaga Elder. And... Dude, the Rakshi were like the scariest thing in the world to me when I was a kid. So cool, dude. Same. It's like the that Rakshi. It's like that. <laughs> it's like that awkward fear I had over the uh, the robots that could roll up into balls for uh, that were Before in Rock. Star Wars Episode One. Oh, oh, okay. Those are like, cool designs. I had, a, I had a weird fear of them when I was a kid, and the uh, the Rakshi kind of they kind of preyed on that a little bit. Cause I got Wait, are you, are you, are you thinking of the Borok or the Rakshi? Oh no, I'm Borok, thinking of the Borok. Borok were the ones that rolled into spheres. The Rakshi were the ones in the movie that had like the slugs in them. Oh yeah, okay. If Why do I ever... still remember this shit? Jesus. If you ever <laughs> want to like, if you ever were to open up my brain and you were like, what? I wonder what makes. Daniel Barnes tick. You open up my brain, and you'd see one of the things in there would be the mid two thousands Bionicle commercial with uh, all American rejects in it. <laughs> Just, move along, move along, like I know you would. That's like the coolest thing ever. That's just like. That just like completely why it's it's a really formative experience for me. Just that but, commercial. I'm not sure why. The, was that for the Bionicles Heroes game? It was for. Uh, oh, it was for the new set at the time. I can't oh, remember okay, which one okay. it was. Um, someone in chat probably knows. I don't know. It was for the the current set, and yeah, they were just uh, they were going crazy on using like two uh, thousands music on the commercials <laughs> for the set. That's awesome. All right, Danny, thank you so much for joining us, man. I uh, don't want to eat up too much more of your time. I think we're at the ten minute mark. Am I right there? But. Yeah, man. If you if you have to leave, this is your this is your freedom. There you go. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'd like to talk house. to you guys more, but <laughs> yeah. I, I better I better do the responsible thing and leave. I gotta go do some. Well, then, then they come come hang out again, man. We'd love to have you on again. Yeah. Please, I, I would I, I would love to come back. We can't, we can't wait to put your job oh, yeah. at risk once more. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what makes it exciting. That's the thrill. 
<laughs> oh man, Danny, thank you again. Thank you so much for just everything for bringing back one of my favorite characters for putting out an amazing Sonic story and for just being a great dude and, and hanging out with us today, man. Hey, um, thank you guys for what you do. Also, the show is great. I'm glad I got to come on finally. Um, and yes, please, please bring me back. I love this place. I love you guys. Hell you guys yeah, keep man. it up, man. Oh, Will do. Yeah, I'm blushing. Right. I'm thank blushing. you so Thanks, much. Man. It was great Catch having you here. Later, Bye. Man. Take it easy. Bye, dude. Man, I can't believe Danny said all those things about Cucky. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god. Well, guys, we still have a show left to do here, so Nah, um, I don't wanna. Good night. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna read we're gonna read super chats and be done, guys. Bye. No. Oh yeah, but actually way, we're yeah, I did say super chat cutoff for questions for Daniel. But um, now, uh, Super Chats are absolutely still open for the rest of us if you want to send us money, which I think you should uh, as, like, a moral obligation. So, <laughs> yeah, do it. We're just, we're just poor men. <laughs> just we're just hungry men. men. <laughs> we're just <laughs> hungry men. <laughs> oh, man. All right, first person to send me $50 wins. <laughs> Go. Oh, man. All right, so we'll, yeah, uh, wait, we'll we read the rest no of the super chats in a little bit. We, we have no, no there's, it's fine. We do have a couple of other things we can still talk about. We did finally get some teases for Sonic Prime. That we did. Huge quotations here, season two. Yeah, um, part two. I thought it was just part two of season one. That's kind of, yeah, that's why I said quotations. Everyone's yeah. calling it season two, but yeah, it's. Oh, oh because they're, cause they're wrong. Yeah, well, why are you <laughs> right. validating that, Nick? <laughs> Wait, you're people on the be... internet can be wrong? Nick, you're like an no. influencer. You're supposed to be better than the underlings. Come on, man. Oh, for God's sakes. The what, underlings. What have we seen? We saw Sonic being pinned down by Shadow while oh, he's holding yeah. up a bit mm, of his... Very uh... wet scene, indeed. Oh. Oh, help, help me, Step Shadow. I'm stuck. Moisture. <laughs> <laughs> so it looked like Shadow was uh, taking the little doohickeys. He was about to marry made. him because he's got a ring in a box. <laughs> under the water choking I... pinning wonderful there's a ring it's weirdly like that picture is weirdly like yeah it's slightly intimate water, isn't right? it yeah yeah it's gonna be great when like the next set of episodes sonic is just like trapped down there underwater and shadows the one hopping around universes at the end of the day water is always sexy i think i'm gonna get a drink right now oh hell yeah so, so Sonic Prime Way of the Water. Oh my god. Mm. <laughs> Which is going to lead, that scene also leads to the next movie, uh, The Seed Bearer. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> we, have, um, we have more pickies as well. We've got one where Sonic is flying in the air in the Green Hill department. And um, Green Hill is looking a lot more like Grey Hill right now. That could just be the atmosphere. But Sonic's got his regular shoes on, so it could be that he's come back to his world, and it's a white world, just like in Sonic Generations. I wonder. It what looks I like did. it's frozen in time. Yeah. I wonder what I did. Oh my god. It would be interesting if the ideas that like, um, because Shadow was implying that that world was just gone. And uh, maybe there's some part of it that's just kind of like stuck in limbo and he's trying uh, and we have like an active like visual representation of the place that he's trying to bring back. Um, I don't know. I think it'd be cool. I'm looking forward to that if that's the case. Like, I like the idea of Sonic returning to a world 
of his that is fractured and ruined and gone. And, uh, yeah, and, and it's his, his fucking fault. And it's his fucking fault. Yeah. Some, I like I don't know Sonic's we... the villain of his own story. Some, I don't know if we really talked about it when we kind of chatted about the, the show in general. Um, this is all going to reset back to normal eventually. But we now have these new lives lived by these uh, splintered versions of these characters. Got pirate versions and jungle versions and post-apocalyptic. We're not even apocalyptic, whatever. Uh, the not sad versions of the characters. Dystopian. Does that mean they all die whenever yes. he reforms all of them? Yes. All, of, all those crystals? 100%. They die miserable, <laughs> horrible deaths as soon as the Paradox Prism is reassembled. It'd be interesting if, like, their dynamics change a little bit because they've gone through, like, new experiences because of the... I'm, I'm not sure. It's a weird if only because there's sort of, like, a time thing to answer for there, too, because there's a whole history behind each of these dimensions. And I was a little confused, to be perfectly honest, if the idea was supposed to be that these dimensions always existed and, like, their personalities got split among them, or if, like, these dimensions were just created... And their entire histories going, you know, way back when were it, were also created at the same time. Like, I don't get did you that. did you ever read the worlds collide issues in Archie? The Mega no, Man stuff? No. So there's mm. a it I, I kind of felt like it operated the same way as what happens in there. So what the, the long and short of it is Eggman and Dr. Wily understand that there's different dimensions now because they meet each other. Eggman goes, hey, we can do this thing where we rewrite the histories of everybody in both of our dimensions to where they've always been in the same dimension. We can put, like, base and Metal Sonic together, and they'll have always known each other. And they just rewrite the entire history of the world, press a button, and then suddenly the world's just always been that way. That's um, like Dr. Nefarious's plan from Kraken Time. It's lit... Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a so lot like, of I, ratchet I, and clank in this show, anyway, so like it makes sense. Yeah. So I feel like this would be, I when when I saw the the shattered prism breaking apart and everything, it just feels like all of these worlds were created at that moment, having had these histories. Okay. Not not these are and 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 maybe the show will prove me wrong. Maybe these are alternate versions that have that have always been there, but. Given that Sonic's kind of done this shtick before once, I, I feel like it's the same thing again. These histories are new, but they are new and also as if they always have been. I fuck time travel. So, um, <laughs> one thing I'm going to put out there is, obviously, like I jest when I say they're all going to die. I think the multiverse is going to have to remain anyway, just simply because they want to have future seasons of Sonic Prime. I mean, they haven't said it's just a one-off deal. The title Sonic Prime would refer to, it's the main Sonic, that's Sonic Prime, and he's going to a universe, well, other universes. Um, so, theoretically, like, Season 2 would have to find a new excuse to open up the multiverse again, and then have Sonic visit the fucking Slime Girl dimension, or the Femboy dimension, or whatever. And oh my then... god. Oh, so it would just be Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, and it, it would get just be fucking Kingdom Hearts, and it would also get gonna... fiercely boring as well. But like, I I was gonna say, as as we've seen the show executed so far, I think the series is fine. But like, it's I don't think the premise the the premise is okay. But the way that it's being executed, I do not think you could do it beyond much more than one season. We may get more than one season. I don't think that's a good idea, though. I think they should. Um... It's one of those things where maybe rather make a season two, make a sequel series where it's like still 
the same cast, still this same world, but it's no longer focused on the multiverse. So it's no longer called Sonic Prime. It could be called, you know, Sonic Flicks. I mean, it would beta. still be A Sonic Beta. I mean, it would still be Sonic, Sonic Prime if it was focusing on just the main universe, because now it's literally Sonic's Prime Universe, and that is the focus. But then the title becomes irrelevant to the actual show itself, if that's the case. Not necessarily. Yeah, well, what's, it, if, what's it Prime Two if you're not going to address the other dimensions? Yeah. If the if if the other dimensions are made to stay around so that the characters aren't basically killed off, then spending the majority of the time in the prime dimension and every now and again having like rebel come in or having nine come in in a, in a random episode that would be the way to go about that functionally i mean if they can I... make it work i'm not opposed but what i would say is we're only in the first half of season one and i already feel like the multiverse shit is tired oh we're at first oh, third, yeah. bud this is the yep. first first of three batches. That's a, that's We're in the first, really third, not even the first half. I already feel like the multiverse is tired. Yeah. Honestly, there's yeah. even more reasons why I'm just like, just with the current climate for animated series in general on streaming services right now, it might just be best friend of the plan on one season and no more. Because mm -hmm. even if they have it written for beyond that, doesn't mean it's getting it. They're not, yeah. The thing is, I don't think, like wild brain or whoever is it man of action while we're i don't know but the people that you know work on like the pre-production for the show i think they're naturally going to be like we want future seasons like it, it's a it's you know it's a fucking toy ad at the end of the day but like um it's one of those things where it's like yeah like where do you go from here you know i'm hoping that we don't get too many extra dimensions because i'm getting I've liked the show so far, but I don't like Sonic gets into a dimension, has to reintroduce himself to everybody, say hi, uh, explain the plot to them, and then fix whatever problem they have and then move on. Again, I've I've played Kingdom Hearts. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> the the most refreshing part of the Sonic Prime series as they stood was the fact that he went back to a dimension that he had previously yeah. already visited. And that gave me some hope that it wasn't going to be that kind of Kingdom Hearts formula where Sora, Donald, and Goofy have to introduce themselves to a new set of characters every, like, half hour. Yeah, it gets tiring when it's like, oh, I'm Rails, I'm the Tails that drives the train. I'm Flails. Uh, I'm my I'm original tails. character, Flails. <laughs> what, what else rhymes with Tails? Sales. Fails. We've already had Sales. Yeah, we have Sales. I'm Fails. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the Tails that never measures up to I'm anybody. I'm Whales. I'm Tails, but I'm a whale. <laughs> I'm a whaler. I'm Quails. I, I eat a lot of quail. <laughs> I don't I'm have tails. I just attach a bunch, a bunch of birds to my ass. You've I'm snails. I don't have <laughs> tails. I have a shell attached to my butt. Welcome to the Bible verse. I'm holy grails. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is a reason why uh, premises like this work for like a single episode of Futurama, and it's a really good episode of Futurama. But uh, some some yeah. sticks. Uh, a good episode yeah. of Futurama is not a good series of Sonic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's fine so far, but again, I think we all see the the warning signs of uh, well, if we keep this train going, we're all just going to be bored. I mean, I like we're, it. You know, like we're a... all we're already seeing the cracks in the prism, as it were. I'd... Oh no! <laughs> Fuck off, Wayne. I'd give it a solid uh, six point five out of ten so far. I guess. That's being generous. Damn, Wayne. Number ah, there. Damn. Number ah, six, six or seven. Six is, six is fair. Still a kid show at the end of the day. Seven. I've seen better kid shows.
Yeah, we all have. It's fine. <laughs> Better thing exists, therefore this thing is bad. I'm excited to see more Shadow. Looks like we're going to get a little bit more of a focus on him this time. I hate Sonic Prime because I've seen Breaking Bad and I know what TV should be. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm saying is if we're going to say it's a kid's show as a point of comparison, then I'm going to use a comparison. So, I know, I'm meaning you know, yeah. you. Come here and give me a little cuddle. Come on. Get, get oh, no, fuck you. Get over. No, no, come on. It's time for snugs. Get over here. Anyway, you guys had you. plenty of time to do that on my couch, not on the show. Oh, my God. Dear Lord. He had a cat. And All right. A chip. It's true. And Nick had sadness. Yeah, your cat just sat on my glasses, which I've not fixed yet. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, still, man. I'll figure that out. I need a, I needed to get new glasses anyway. It's all mm. good. Yeah, speaking of new glasses. <laughs> oh yeah, didn't you just get some? I I ordered some. Uh, they were a, a good hundred dollars more expensive than I thought they were going to be because my eyeballs are bad. They were going to be two hundred dollars more, but thankfully, unbeknownst to me, my medical insurance covers vision. So hey. Uh, but yeah, uh, I need I need some like really powerful lenses because my right eye is like useless at this point. I'll take it if you don't want it. You should wear you should wear an eye patch. Give it a You should wear one eye patch and one monocle. You could pretend you're from the multiverse. You could be like, oh, I'm, I'm. Uh, I'm Stain. Wayne. I'm I'm Wayne is poop deck from the pirate dimension. <laughs> Wayne is captain. Oh my god. Alright. Well, guys, uh, I mean, we don't have too much to talk about, and, and Danny's Danny's left us and left us feeling empty. Should we uh, tackle the rest of the Super Chats and call it for the day? Nick, I want I you to so. know I don't support Go Cricket. Go, go Ricket? Crickost? As a ship? I don't support it. What? His dogs. As in his dogs? The dogs. Yeah, he my them. my. My little, my little cricket is is in heat, and Ghost is reacting to it. So oh, we're waiting she for we're waiting for her to calm down so we can get her spade. The little cupcake. She does not have sexual feelings. Damn it. She's my Bro. baby. She's got chaotic feelings. I don't know where she's at. I hope she's not destroying something of mine. I want to pet them both again. I am thousands come, come of by. miles, hundreds of miles away. Not thousands, but hundreds of miles away. I cannot pet them. It sucks. Yeah, it does, man. They're great. It does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Send me the dogs. I'm not doing that. Send All right, guys. Them. Let's let's see okay, here. Pup, uh, do you wanna you wanna get us back with, with uh, David? Yeah, let's have a look. Uh, where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Uh, no, we gotta <laughs> we gotta we gotta start from the start. So uh, where's the book? Okay, we've got Snope. We got David Crespo <laughs> with one ninety nine. You guys see the Bakuri Box 12 Frontiers review yet? I have. I've seen it. I enjoy it. I enjoy Bakuri Box 12's content. I'd love to get him. I enjoy his. I enjoy his content too. But I was, yeah. I need to just get that stupid video done because uh, I'm just avoiding a whole bunch of great content I think from not watching Frontiers videos. One of my videos. favorite things about that video is like Bakuri Box 12 is very thorough and he's very um, like he's. He, yeah, he's very thorough and stuff, but, like, I like how he has these little almost kind of, like, ADHD moments where he just gets distracted by something else that's happening on screen. I love those moments. I relate to them. Okay, can someone yeah. else just say something, for fuck's sake? I, I mean, I, I've, I've not seen it. I'll, I like his work. I just haven't seen you. that video. I'll kill you. Just yeah, read for I'm, Sony already. Wait, Sorry, have we had Sony? Did Sony get red? I think Sony got red. 
Mecha like Mecha his getting his redemption arc goes hard. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it wasn't before, it is well, now. Either way, thank you, Sony. <laughs> um, I'm removing all the burgers from the ones we've read. Uh, so. So we're at way past cool kid Burger. at the bottom now, I believe. Uh, way past cool kid for buck nine nine. Thank you. Now that the pro is gone, I can say this. Hashtag boobles. Now you could have just said that while he was on. Boobles. Boobles. Linda. This is a burger with breasts. Linda. Linda. This is a This is a burger. This is a burger for Deviant Dark Linda. 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 I didn't make a boober. I made a chicken booble sandwich for you, Linda. Uh, <laughs> you don't under, you don't understand. We make our we make our chicken sandwiches with chicken breasts. This with is chicken boobles. Different boobles. different breasts. Dang breast I thought you sell propane and not make burgers. <laughs> what voice is that supposed to be? I think it's supposed to be Bobby. It's either but Bobby man. or Ben. Thank you. I'm okay, Dad. <laughs> That's my purse. Give me back my purse. I don't know you. Oh, no, you. I don't know anybody here. Oh, my fucking Don't God. apologize for helping. We'll not do it second time. <laughs> so I introduced my next video. Multiple times. Hang out with my <laughs> raccoon friend. I don't like no lady bird. Oh, my Killy, God. I think what? you've got the next one. Okay. Gillian for Killian. Killian McMurphy with five dollars. Nick, I didn't see you with Magfest, so now I have a six foot tall nude oil painting of Pup and nowhere to hang it. I don't know why, but you're reminding me of Dale from King of the Hill when you were reading some of that. Nick, I didn't Would see you, you at Magfest. I didn't now. see you at Magfest, so now I have a six-foot-tall nude oil painting of <laughs> oh. nowhere to hang it. God dang oh, it, man. Shut man. The hell Nick, up. where were you Nick, planning you... on hanging it on Nick? Nick, you uh, you missed a, a fan at, at Magfest. Oh man, that's that's so like I'm just gonna have to keep continuously oh, wait, bringing this up friends. to just annoy the fuck go out of you. Hang out with yeah. your flatmates, you yeah, barely guys. See, so uh, shut up. What convention are we gonna go to next time? Bro, you guys, some of you guys are showing up to PAX, right? I'm, I'm uh, trying I'm to. Gonna, we have to, I'm waiting to see if we get that media badge. Nick, Nick, you're, Nick, you're going to go to PAX, and I'm going to I'm gonna go, hey, Nick, I'm going to go hang out with other people. <laughs> hey, I'm glad you think you're my only friend. Hey, wait. Nick, I'm going to go hang out with local. I'm going to hang out with my friends from home. Bye, Nick. Wallace, <laughs> Wallace, I'm going to come to Virginia for one day and hang out with my English friends somehow while I'm there. <laughs> Are you going to hang out with me at some point during that time period as well? I'm being no you, promises. so no, fuck off. Eat shit. <laughs> I like that because we built up the narrative. What I fucking did. No, I like that we built up the narrative. You neglected that you just everyone, Wayne. Off and left. You could have done Wayne, so much. Wayne more. You could have saved Wayne, Gilly. Wayne passed up like an eighty-dollar dinner of the best food we've all ever eaten in our lives with a group of friends. To, so yes, to hang that, out with his roommates. That deserves a little bit of of bagging because you don't understand, man. And that a little bit has been exceeded. Y'all are fucking ridiculous. No, Jesus when Christ. you go. I just wait to take him to Buca de Beppo and watch him cry. Buca de Beppo. <laughs> the funniest part about that is you can't you can't be saying that because then people are going to be like, "Oh, Nick said this Buca de Beppo place is really good," and they're going to go to Buca de Beppo, <laughs> and they're going to go, "What do you mean steak?" 
<laughs> uh, I don't even know what they serve there. Guys. It's an Italian restaurant. Oh, that's pretty cool. You guys, that sounds um... right. Speaking, hey, real quick, speaking of Italian restaurants, though, just while we're on MAGFest here, first off, Killian, I was actually looking out for you, and I, I do regret not, not seeing you because I, I didn't that. give that that little scribbly naked dude that I drew. Diplomatic. But, but I did purchase a miniature version of the fat naked dude riding the turtle. I can't, I can't believe you I have saw that. that. It's really, I can. really Nick, well Nick, detailed. Nick, you know, Nick, you know what you should do? You should What's go that? to like the craft store and just make a little clay leaf. No, wait, 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 wait. He has. <laughs> you can take. No, so that you he can has let the it penis, free. right? He has the penis. No, at will. Does he have the penis? You can just yeah. make it as an accessory. Okay, question. Does yeah. he have a foreskin? A foreskin? I, I don't a know. A foreskin? Does Watchman? It's the, you know it's Nick. not detailed enough that I would say well, that he probably has a foreskin. Well, then get some clay and rather than making a leaf like this stupid prick suggested, make a foreskin for him. Give him his he does have a foreskin. Why does he need a sheath? <laughs> it's not a sheath, it's a foreskin. <laughs> because you need to protect your soul. He already he has the turtle shell. No, make it really need. long, like it's a fucking scarf, and have it wrap honestly, around his neck. Honestly, with the, size, with the size of his fucking balls, you could probably just wrap the balls over the, over <laughs> yep. the peepee. He's got some big old clikers there. Give him a nice That's old cock extension. Have it wrap around. I his neck. regret Nick, Nick, that we have not eaten at that pizza place. Nick, next Magfest, you need to bring it, and then like take a photo with both the big one and the little one. What am I? How, how do I explain that through airport security? You don't have to. What do they? Yeah, get? put it, it in like put your, in your suitcase. Put it in your, Why would your they suit, take yeah, that out of your suitcase? Oh, actually, it'll be funny. What you should do is when it goes through when it goes through uh, fucking. Uh, security, take a f like a video of the bags going through like the X-ray thing, and just <laughs> so you can see the little naked fat guy statue they, in the X-ray. Honestly, they, if they anyone, take, they take, if anyone, they asks, take it out and they're like, "What is this?" And Nick, you just reply, "It's hentai and it's art." <laughs> <laughs> it's, called, it's called hentai and it's classy. <laughs> if anyone yeah, asks, some... a wise man once said, "I'm not gay." No. I'm not gay. Well, I, I hopefully someday Washington will be big enough, and I will too be big enough to just recreate that masterpiece myself. Jesus, <laughs> I don't so want to be there waiting for, that. for like extension, or do you need to take pills, or what? Like, what are we talking? I just, you know, couple what if more we bought, What if we Nick, bought a bunch? Have of, you what tried what this? If we all bought a bunch of clay, okay, and got together and made made a full size statue. I have this condition. Recreated that it. The doctors call a micropolis. I have a micropolis. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> Nick, have you have you considered trying this one weird trick? Doctors hate him, or so I hear. <laughs> <laughs> Once I had a micropolis, and now I have a big penis. <laughs> Gilly, I did actually want to ask you. I know it's a little bit behind the, you know, behind the scenes and all that shit. Do we know when I should be hearing back from Pax in terms of my badge? Um, Should that have happened already? No. Okay. Last here, You're actually. Uh, they saw that that picture of of your statue and they banned you. Go on, everyone in the chat, spell Micropolis. Go on. I tried to share that on Discord the other day, just the initial picture, because um, I just put it on the table and just took a picture, <laughs> and it wouldn't let me send it anywhere because it said it was. It was like this is not allowed. This is a. Uh, it's gross. <laughs> So I had to take a picture with all the green light and on the Ninja Turtles and shit, and that that was fine. It was very atmospheric. 
Yeah, I try. I try. All right. Um, what, what, uh, when did you submit it? I don't know. Um, when did we all talk about it? Like three days ago? Something like that? Well, this is a very interesting conversation for the podcast. Um, so who we got up? Who, who's up? Uh, we got Mr. SP who sends $1.20. And did Mr. SP drop a message or is he just being a yogurt man? No. It's just, it's just that. It's that thing you said. You did it correctly, right? Yeah. Burger. <laughs> God damn it. And you know what? I'm just I'm just gonna skip Nick because fuck you, Nick. No, I can do it. Wait, Mr. Wait, what, order, what order is this? What fucking order it's, is this? Well, it was supposed it's... to be me with Mr. SP, but you know it's fine. But you go ahead then, Sirus. I believe in you. <laughs> I believe in you, <laughs> Mr. Krabs. Thank you for the four ninety nine. We got rally for Sally D out. Sa- Sally. Oh, D out for sticks. Okay, that, that's for the sticks. coward's way of saying it. Uh, uh, but why not <laughs> strangle for tangle? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Nick, Nick, Nick. Mm. real quick. Last yep. year, last year I submitted December 15th and got approved January 17th. So. No, it's like, it'll take a while. Fair enough. Okay. All right. Um, Let's see here. We've got a rally for Sally. D's out for... You know what's ridiculous? I feel like tangle i mean maybe on the same level as dicks but like i'd say like tangle is probably like the least known of these three in terms of their overall history i mean sally's definitely the best known she's incredibly canon super canon comparatively sticks is i mean sticks got a shadow not as canon as tangle is I mean, they're probably on the same level, I mean, though, because, like, Six in is the, in, in a Marion Olympics. Yeah, but she's they're not in an Olympic the, team. She's not in the IDW, though. Yet. Yeah, no, but IDW is not entirely canon. It's so canon. It's the most... They're trying to keep it... They're trying to keep it parallel to the game canon, at the very least, right now. I it's think, interesting. Yeah. Do you think we're going to have to see some parallel... Uh, like, some crossover at some point with the events of Frontiers? I would hope so. It'd be cool. I, I think that that world needs a lot of. Here's what I think. I think if they just uh, fumble the bag a bit in terms of like the stories that they are leading to with Frontiers, and they just kind of give up on some of that shit, I feel like hopefully they will they'll wrap that up in a in a comic or some shit like that. Yeah. I don't want them to do that. I'd like them to continue the story that they start off with Frontiers because uh, there's a lot of stuff left in the air. But that's my. That's my guess. As We've far as like crossover in... stuff, they have to do it sometime, right? Plus, Ian Flynn himself has demonstrated that you can make good on bad shit. Yeah, many times. Many, many times. But if they're trying to like tie up everything together into one continuous canon, they're gonna yeah, they're gonna have to figure that out at some point. I think one yeah. of my favorite moments in the Sonic Boom cartoon is when like Cubot is like a godlike figure and he's like lifting all these things up in the air without touching them. And there's like this is canon, and Sonic goes, "Oh no, now he's affecting canon. He's gone too far this time." I was like, "Ah, <laughs> oh, that's good shit. That's fucking." Yeah, that sure was one of the three jokes that I get that fucking show had. But that show is good. Shut your mouth. You hate Seinfeld. Anyways, um, I I did think Boom was pretty funny. Oh. I thought it was okay, but like the incessant like insistence that breaking the fourth wall was hilarious got irritating. Now, here's the thing: I don't like when things rely too much on breaking the fourth wall i thought yeah. Boom did it tastefully i i guess i just like anytime you see those like clip compilations where everybody's just like oh all the best fucking parts of sonic boom and it's all just self-referential shit and it's just like 
same thing that stupid Velma show is doing now, and it's really yeah, not that I different to me. Say it is, say uh, it. I, I would say, like, Boom's not as on the nose with it. It's a little more layered. Like, the whole tomato-potamus thing. Like, if that was by the Velma writers, Sonic would just look in the camera and be like, my arms are a different color to what they used to be. Yeah. Whereas, it, it, like, did have a, it did have a little more tact, but it was still annoying. I thought, I'm going to say this, in terms of, because I know a lot of people hate that era of Sonic the Hedgehog. I thought that was the perfect time for it. I think there was just a lot of uh, the the fan base just being really just up its own ass and obnoxious. And I, I thought a, a kind of a, a, an occasional, like, fuck you guys was kind of nice. And I thought Sonic Boom was the perfect place for it. I don't think they could do it again. Yeah. But this one little bit in time, I thought it was fine. And I think, like, for the rest of the show, like, if you're actually watching more than compilations, they do pad it out with more clever humor than than just, oh, you know, I've, fourth wall yeah, breaks. Yeah, I've sat down and, and watched a bit of it. It's just, like, that's the only thing about it I remember, is that that show just had very little for me because I didn't think the animation looked particularly good, and then, like, then you got to rely on the writing, and I just did not think it was that strong. I think it had hits and, hits and misses. Like, there were some episodes where I was just, eh, it's fine. Too easy, like, I don't, I don't miss it that much. That uh, comparatively, I know Pup. I know you're probably the strongest supporter of it. I don't. I don't think I miss it as much as you do, but I definitely appreciate what it was going for. And I think a lot of us will as more time passes and we see less and less of them being as sometimes clever and layered with the humor. Yeah, like mm. at the end of the day, I'm not pining for a season three. I'm just someone that feels quite strongly about good and bad faith criticism. And I feel like there's just a lot of people just refusing to receive it on its terms, and that's not something that I vibe with. But at the end of the day, yeah. to each well, their own, you know, if someone says, fundamentally, I have no there's... interest in a Sonic show that goes for this style of comedy or whatever, that's fine. You know, I'm completely fine with that. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people were. I don't think anybody was really jonesing for this particular version of the character to stick around too long but i think I'm now that it's come got, and gone we got two fun seasons and stuff and uh i mean yeah. i've always seen that show as a pretty solid introductory point for people when it comes to sonic like i don't know like people that aren't necessarily sonic fans and stuff you can show them like a sonic boom episode and it might you know have a little commentary on something that they've seen or something and be like oh okay and i know that makes it sound really shallow because like oh i know that thing but like you know what I mean? You, you kind of get what I'm picking, picking up. Yeah, what I, what I appreciate about it, like, the more I think about it, and I think this is, again, one of those things is, like, the more time passes from it and it's its own thing and you can appreciate it for its own thing and people don't have to worry about it ruining the franchise, I think it's going to be, like, this going to be, like, this, uh, this point in time where we had the game cast as it was, you know, with Roger and, and everybody as they were, probably having the most fun they've had with those characters because you can really hear them just oh, yeah. really do a lot more than they were really allowed to do with a lot of the games even i'm going to even include frontiers there it was um, it was definitely funnier than anything the actual games are doing at, that, also, at yeah. that time period even if i didn't particularly care for the style of humor it was still better than what we were getting so it was, yeah. i'm sure it was refreshing for that I cast think sonic yeah. boom one of the things i admire about it was it feels like a show that's like they made it for themselves in a way because there's just things in there that like there's a point where they included Roger Craig Smith's vocal warm-ups in an episode, just where he's doing, like, the vocal warm-ups <laughs> a voice actor does, with, like, wink, wink, and stuff like that. They just had, yeah. like, 20 seconds of Sonic just doing that for no reason. 
And like, I just, I like stuff like that. It's like, it's clear that they felt quite passionate about the show they were making. They were all having a lot of fun with it. I think the actors were having fun and it comes across in the performances. I think the writers had a lot of fun. Like, I, I just, I, I, I think it's very infectious. I think that's what I really like about Sonic Boom. And that's why, Mr. Krabs, we do not strangle for Tangle. Oh, yeah, whoa, yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, who's got the next one? What? Who? I think it's one. I can take the next what? one, yeah. Uh, we got David Crespo with the $1.99. Uh, no, 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 your very... Huh? Not yet, bitch. I put it's the, the only burger. one that doesn't have a burger. I put a... The yeah, burger's the, the one burger's you want. The burger's the one you gotta read. <clears throat> oh, Okay. <laughs> I was thinking of the check marks from earlier. Anyway, Mr. Yeah. Krabs with four ninety nine. If Ian Flynn Mario Archie comic was greenlit when Archie Sonic was still around, we could had a Mario and Sonic in the Olympic crossover arc. I bet that was in the back of uh, back of Ian's mind while he was pitching that. It would have been, been cute. It would have been cute to have a Mario story with story. You know what would be sick is, yeah. you know how, like, sometimes, like, animation companies and stuff do the little short film that comes before the main feature? Yeah. And it would be sick if we could somehow get uh, fucking Comcast and Paramount to strike up a deal. Fuck it, I think they're owned by the same people anyways. But if they could make a little deal to make a short film of Mario and Sonic at the <laughs> Olympic Games with the movie versions, <laughs> that'd be That'd cute. be cute. Like, and you could even do it during Olympic season as well. I really don't even need so uh, rambling. I don't even think they need Paramount or anybody for that if they did their own unique thing. I mean, if they did the movie versions, then yeah. I mean, I was going to sure. say the movie versions, like because it would be yeah. like their way of doing it. Because I would be more excited to have a short film with the movie versions than I would the games. We got cutscenes for that, you know. I I just want to. I think Comcast owns Paramount, don't they? It doesn't matter. But um, yeah, I'm legitimately well, good. Go. Does Comcast own Paramount? Well, before you do that, you want to read David's uh, super chat? They own it. They own it. They could do it. They could make that deal. Okay. David Crespo sends one ninety nine. Thank you, David Crespo. And says, Wayne, you're very handsome. Thank you. He is, isn't he? <laughs> that was beautiful. He is beautiful. Well, I disagree. guys, is there anything else we want to touch upon before we uh, yeah. wrap things up for the day? Yeah, Comcast owns both Paramount and Universal. And Illumination is a subsidiary of Universal. So if you do want a Mario and Sonic crossover movie, it's absolutely possible because they're both owned by Comcast. I, I don't think them having, like, you know, being allotted rights for a Mario movie means that they can just automatically decide to cross that over with a whole other competing franchise. Well, not necessarily, but they they could because they're owned by... Like, the the rights well, are owned by those respective companies. Therefore, they are... No, they're, they're no not. they have distribution rights. That's, not, right. distribution that's, not, the, rights. that's yeah. not the same of creative rights. Well, the fact is, they got their fingers in the pies. They could still make it happen. Fair enough. A lot, I think a lot of hands would need to shake. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but weirder things have happened, right? We we need to have like, a lot of hands exchanged across a lot of dicks. I mean, at the end of the day, right? <laughs> at, the end, <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, you got the Marvel Studios and Sony collab, so you could easily get like a a Paramount. They can make it work. Collab. Like they could. Everyone likes money. Everyone likes money. Me um, included. So if you've got any more super chats to spend, 
by all means, you know. Well, there's one more. Okay. Yeah, Mr. Krabs with the buck 99. Hank Hill, that boy ain't right. That so. boy ain't right. We know. We know. God dang it, Boggy. Bo Boggy. We've had, we had... Bobby. God dang it, Boggy. Boggy. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, that's Bog pretty dang it, Boggy. That's pretty poggers, if you ask me, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Man. I just... Guys. Are we Felt cutting bad off and the dumb. super chats? Are we gonna cutting off the head of the all hydra? Right, all right, super chats, make like a foreskin and get cut off. Amazing. I was gonna say wrap it up, but it's immoral. Uh... Hop, what are you working on? Watchmen. <laughs> I've got a few a few little things in the works. Um, one of them. Uh, is something I've thought about for a few years, but like I'm finally going to do a little video on kind of my perspective on the sickness of the internet that is reflected through Chris Chan. Not even joking there. That's going to be a serious video. Pretty dark, pretty nasty. And. Oh, love of God. <laughs> Shut up, I think it's an interesting idea. I think it's an interesting idea. Um, and then I've also. I'm continuing the my favorite sonic game series right now we've got why sonic unleashed is my favorite and why sonic adventure 2 is my favorite you can expect more in that line coming up if you watch this show you pretty much know what's coming next sonic frontiers but i'm not going to tell anyone on my own channel okay none of you guys watch my own shit so it's fine um oh my god and if you do stop <laughs> but, uh, i mean you've been i mean you've been doing really well with shorts lately uh, kind of but thank you uh it was mainly just that sonic unleashed one but like yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the result. Anyways, um, I am also going to be doing videos at some stage tackling the Sonic storybook games because people always want to hear about them, you know? Like, every time I make a fucking ranking list and I say, this is main series only, I'll always get that one comment. It's like, um, you forgot uh, Sonic and the Secret... I said main series. You fucking fucker. But anyways, yeah. So, yeah. Someone else. Someone else now. Come on. I forget. Cyrus, what are you up to? Uh, so there's about 54 frames left in the second What If Shadow Died episode, and then of course that gets handed off to Pup for working on that. Uh, also, the Sonic Frontiers video uh, is done, uh, once again, edited by Pup, because I don't have the time to do that, but I do have money to throw at Pup. Hell yeah, <laughs> um, boy. Fucking throw it at me. Make me your stripper. Let's do this. <laughs> um, and I, and I'm, I, it's, it's, very very long and rambly so if you want a two and a half hour long video talking about frontiers that's that's what that is it also have, has a wonderful little edit of sonic and knuckles doesn't it serious <laughs> broke you, back uh, hill, if you will you do you do things and i i let it happen i don't know why hub would you be game just because i know there's going to be a big chunky video would you be game to be commissioned to edit another sonic frontiers video yeah i love you man Stop it. Cool. Well, hey, that sounds exciting, <laughs> man. I'm excited to see all that stuff uh, come out. Wayne. Yeah. What's going on? What's going on with you, man? <laughs> oh, uh, a lot of the same stuff as usual. Um, still working on that that kind of rebrand for the channel, but I'm also working on Digimon World Two. I'm thinking of maybe streaming um, some Crazy Taxi at some point because I've been getting super into that game lately. Yeah. And I. Uh, and then I, I know I've got another friend uh, that wants me to hop on her stream at some point, so I might be doing that. 
at some point too. Other than that, I'm, I'm kind of mulling over if there's like a simple project that I can kind of crank out there while I'm also working on Digimon World 2 because that video is just going to take freaking forever to come out. Right. And I I don't like the dry spell that's been on the channel as of late. So don't blame we'll you. Don't worry. We'll man. see what I'm I can also do. going through a dry spell too. Just not on the channel. All right. Gilly, I know you, you kind of keep your stuff kind of close to the chest in terms of what you're working on. Um, do you still want to do that for whatever you're working on? Yoshi. Yoshi. <laughs> Yoshi Burger. I also just Yoshi love Yoshi Burger. Wait. Yoshi Burger. <laughs> oh my fucking God. Wait. Yeah. What? <laughs> what are the fucking oh. noises coming out of Pup right now? Yoshi noises, uh, uh, probably. Oh, uh, oh, no. Oh, this ain't good at all. Oh, oh no. this is bad. Oh, <laughs> oh we're all going to want to leave before this gets out of hand. Oh, man. When are you, when are you just going to put a big, like, burger in front of his mouth? Why would I ever do that? He doesn't eat burgers. Eat Gilly, burgers. what was your latest video? The, the was it Tony the Tony Hawk? Hawk? Yeah. yeah. That's still a, that's still fun. If you guys haven't watched it yet, you need to. If you haven't finished it yet, because it's a long video, go back and finish it. Oh my god, it. it's Tony Hawk. I can't. Like I, I told Hawk? you last time, like there were su surprising games in there. I was like, I kind of want to try that. Is that I kind of want to try that shitty snail game. <laughs> Holy fuck! It's Tony the Hawk. Really? Are, are, are you Tony Hawk? Why? Yeah. Yeah, I'm Tony Hawk. Uh, I just released a Sonic Speed reading, and another one's going to go up today if the sponsor approves it. Sorry, that's just how that kind of works. It's already up for patrons. Uh, and I'm going to get to work on... It's either going to be another two or three to get us caught up on IDW, and then um, back to work on the Frontiers video. So, yeah, got some new stuff coming out on my channel as well. And could be taking advice of my good friend Gilly. And Anthony here, and we're probably going to be starting a second channel sooner rather than later because I really want to talk about some other stuff that finally not really Sonic related, and it's uh, a little weird. Get ready, he's going to talk politics. So many politics. But yeah, guys, I think that's. Politics, huh? Oh my god! <laughs> All right, guys, but I think that's going to wrap it up here at Sunset City. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you, Danny, wherever you are, after he died and went off to heaven. The white <laughs> The little white world. <laughs> <laughs> also known as the splash zone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, there's a lot of typing. So much typing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what you Google in there, serious? What's this? Is this a femboys? Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, that's what Hooters has going on now. <laughs> Femboy Hooters. Goofy. That's the, we don't have we don't have Hooters at Sunset City. We have Boobles. Boobles. <laughs> we have Noibles. Welcome to Boobles. This is a boy. Sir, this is a Boobles. Sir, this is a Boobles. <laughs> Sir, <this> is... <laughs> Hi. Hi. Welcome to Boobles. You know Welcome why that's perfect, Gilly? You saying that is your little rouge body just lit up. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> Wait, hang on. What is, really... this, what is this mashup even called? Is it called Gouge? Because, like, Gillian Rouge. Gouge? <laughs> I don't <laughs> like that. He got, got Gouge everywhere. It's a collection of syllables that I don't need to ever hear again. Gouge. <laughs> is that what he did to make the white room? We need to get out of here. End the show. Just stop it all.